What up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Marie Shadows of the Square Circle Podcast and writer to the Square Circle Society, which is a wrestling newsletter that is an extension of everything that I do. This particular episode of the Square Circle Podcast is a chit-chat interview series. I have a returning guest, 100 Proof Clark Connors. It's been a whole year since we talked to him last, and this one was fantastic. We get to learn about his new ventures, his new ideas, his new tag team partners, him being in Bullet Club, his thoughts on TJP and Akira, his thoughts on Bullet Club Gold, and more. And we also get into this match right here because this match is happening on June 10th. That's right, this Saturday. So very close, close call. But thank you for Clark Connors for coming on and talking about this match in particular, where it's two of my favorite teams, Bullet Club and United Empire. I don't know who's going to win. If you guys want to, make sure to leave your comment somewhere down below or follow me on social media, such as at Marie underscore shadows on Twitter or my discord, where it is also another extension of professional wrestling. And you guys get to tell me, who do you think is going to win? Is Bullet Club going to win? Is United Empire going to win? Well, let me know and we'll chat about it. We'll chat about this whole entire interview as well. And Without further ado, let's get into the interview. Hey, Clark. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Good, good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Still sitting in this godforsaken country. Well, I mean, the fans haven't really been as receptive as you would like. I mean, you get in their faces. Yeah, well, that's what they get for not cheering for me for a long time. And it's going to be like that for a long time. I like getting booed, so it works for me. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're here because I have a lot of questions because a whole year has changed from you being the wild rhino that I love and then you change it to 100 proof Clark Connors. My first question is not going to be the obvious question, but what happened to the rhino pendant? Did you really destroy it with everything else? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I threw it in the fire. It's just <laughs> for me, it's a, uh... It represented a point in my life where that I thought I was doing the right stuff and I was following what I thought was the right decisions in this business. And uh, it, it's not. It's, I, I need to be doing this Bullet Club thing. And so I need to get rid of all that Rhino gear. And uh, I kept a couple of things just so I could sell them later because why not, right? Might as well make some money off this stuff. <laughs> Right. Because I, you know, I hear eBay is like popping with like all that kind of stuff. You know, all these fans waiting for wrestlers at airports, waiting to like sign their stuff and sell it. So why not? Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, my follow up question to that is, um, you know, me seeing the whole thing of you throwing away like the L.A. Dojo stuff, your gear and the Rhino pendant. Do you think that the L.A. Dojo has failed you at some point? I think the LA Dojo got what they wanted out of the LA Dojo, but uh, but for me personally, you know what? Uh, it did the one good thing it did was it brought together me and Alex and Gabe and Carl, and uh, that's enough for me. But as a whole, I think the dojo was a failure for sure, and um, that's why it's a that's why it's a kind of changing the game up over there. They're doing something different with the camps, and. Uh, that's what happens when I leave. The whole thing falls apart. That's kind of makes sense. That's been my whole career. All right. All right. So, yeah, it's a little bittersweet, you know, for me and stuff. But I can say with 100% certainty that 
I am really loving the 100% proof Clark Connors. However, I did not know, or maybe, well, I don't think most of us know. Are you like an, an alcohol or like a liquor connoisseur? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do. I drink a lot. You know, I, I, uh, I try to drink, you know, a little bit every day just to, just for my own uh, personal mental health. I think it's important to keep you sharp and keep you in a certain mindset. Uh, I'm no, I'm by no means a uh, role model. That's for sure. I don't think that kids or anybody should do that, but I'm at a point in my life that I know what makes me feel good, makes me happy. So, uh, I I do, I drink uh, quite a bit of alcohol. Yeah, um, I mean, well, for everyone watching out there, please like drink responsibly, 18 and over, you know, do all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's by like individual choice and stuff. Uh, so like me on the other hand, like, you know, if you guys ever invited me to the bar or whatever, I'll drink a beer with you guys. Like I, I'm not like the type to be like, no, I'm, I'm mostly a wine girl. That's, that's what I am. But uh, if you guys ever invite me out, like I would have a drink with you guys. Nice. So. Good to know. It's good to know. See you. Maybe <laughs> next time we're around town. Yeah, man, that that'll be that'll be fun. Um, also, I am wearing my own uh, Bullet Club shirts to uh, show support. So you know, hopefully, I get some like cool points uh, for that one. Um, so I guess moving on is that like you threw everything away. You wanted to start new, and Bullet Club is the answer that came to what we have now. Um, however, while you were thinking on your journey before you chose a team, was Bullet Club ever on your list or was there another New Japan pro wrestling faction that you wanted to go to first? No, I uh, I never wanted to join a faction in general. Um, if anything, I was going to make my own. But basically what had happened was uh, when David Finley, when I saw him attack Jay White and, and kind of take over Bullet Club, there was something sparked in my head where I was like, this is something that I can join a part of. I don't know if I didn't care if it was Bullet Club or if it was its own thing, but I liked whatever Finley was doing. Uh, he's been in a similar situation that I've been in for a long time where he's been overlooked and, you know, people don't think he's a great wrestler or whatnot when he's actually very, he's phenomenal. And uh, so I decided to jump on that bandwagon, if you will. And uh, because I just think it's, it's easier to join up with someone else who has like-minded ideals. And then I knew that, Gabe and Alex and, you know, a guy like Dan Maloney now, too. We're like magnetic. We all draw to each other. People with the like-minded ideals all draw to each other. So what we are what we are now isn't their traditional bullet club. It's 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 new. It's dangerous. It's mean. And um, so, therefore, it really isn't what bullet club used to be. It was never something I'd want to join beforehand because they're boring back in the day. They think they're all having fun and being cool. They're a bunch of the biggest nerds I've ever seen in my life. I'm so glad we're changing that for the better. I'm going to have to agree. Um, there are many times where I, you know, uh, scroll on the internet and people don't understand what Finley is doing. And I'm like, the plan is laid out in, in front of us. Like Finley does not hold anything back. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. He's like, this is what it is. This is what we're going to do. And we're going to be seeing the results. And we definitely be seeing the results, especially during best of the super juniors of all like tournaments and by the way i am glad that you were in best of the super juniors like i was rooting for you and rooting for everyone else um but yours your story in best of the super juniors is kind of interesting you started out strong winning and then like towards the end sort of like losing however in every single one of your backstage promos you never really thought of yourself as a loser 
Um, were you putting up a guard because you don't want to accept losses? Um, it's a good question. I don't think so. You know, I'm not going to psychoanalyze myself. What really matters at the end of the day, especially in a tournament like Best of the Super Juniors, there was a point where I realized the reason I was losing, I was getting these quick roll-ups. I was taking my time, dicking around, playing my food, and that happens. You know, losing isn't losing. Losing is the person who's laid out on the mat after the match. Is the person who isn't going to be able to fight that well tomorrow. I'm bringing bodies. That's what Fadley said. He said, bring gold or bring bodies. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. If I lose the match, it ain't the biggest thing in the world. So I'm here to make a statement. Bullet Club's about making statements. That's exactly what we're going to do. And that's what I did. All best of the Super Juniors. So is your focus now on getting revenge on everyone that has uh, has a victory over you over in Best of the Super Juniors just to be like, I have that body count? It, yeah, I mean, them, everybody, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I'm not, I don't have a vindictive personality necessarily. I don't, uh, I don't feel like I need to attack Master Watto because he beat me or, or in, in the ring. He pinned me. He didn't beat me. He pinned me. And I don't feel like I need to attack all these different people. And, you know, it's just – it's whoever gets in my way is getting mowed down. Heavyweight, junior heavyweight, doesn't matter. <clears throat> I'm here to take what's going to – whatever match is thrown in front of me, I'm going to take it and I'm going to make a destruction, you know, destroy everything. Which um, I guess we could jump right into uh, the match that uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, which is on this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be you with Gato and Dan Maloney, who's brand new to Bullet Club, taking yeah. on another favorite of my team, United Empire, which is Aaron Hanare, TJP, and um, Akira Francesco. Um, how are you preparing for uh, your match against uh, the United Empire boys? Same way we always do. We're just going to go out, go drinking, come in the next day, keep drinking, and beat the shit out of them. That's pretty much it. There's nothing. Uh, I already know TJP better than anybody in this business. We've been intertwined since 2019. And Francesco Akira beat him twice. He's never been a problem for me. I, I bust him up every time. Um, and me and Dan Baloney together, it's just uh, it's two wolves tearing up anything. You know, you get in the ring with us, it's going to scare anybody. And then. <clears throat> Honestly, Gato's just almost there for support. We don't even need him out there. We're just having fun. I just like having Gato out there with us. But uh, and then obviously uh, we got Hanare coming up on the on the other side as well. And he's a he's a heavyweight, but he's a smaller heavyweight. We're big juniors, so realistically, it's to me, it's 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 about the same size. I'm, and so I'm not worried about that whatsoever. Well, I will say, uh, do not underestimate or count out Hanare for um, that match. Um, and then, you know, you guys are probably going to win. So that means you guys are going to go out celebrating and drinking in the town. Oh, yeah, duh. Backstage, <laughs> in the town, doesn't matter. We're having fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, there is one thing I want to ask. Uh, during one of your uh, backstage promos, I was just wondering if you were trying to do, like, Connor math, because you said everybody knows that four plus four equals one hundred percent proof. Do you want to dive into that comment a little bit more? Well, yeah, that was my attempt to uh, connect to the youths of America. There's a there's a, a, sl a slang phrase that someone had told me. It was four plus four uh, equals 
or she's four plus four because she's an eight or he eight or some shit. I don't, I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, yeah, it was it was Clark Connors' math. Is so all all that matters is I went out there and whooped someone's ass, and uh, it's the last time I try to connect with the um, the youth of America and around the world. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, you also mentioned one of your backstage comments that uh, you are the number one junior in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, when are you going to take on Hiromu? I don't know. The second they keep, they, I was supposed to. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. But the second I get a chance to, I I honestly at this point, uh, I'm just waiting for to, for my body count to get high enough, and then just for the powers that be to take notice. That's the best way to do it. You keep taking people out, taking people out, and then eventually they're gonna give me that shot. And then when that comes, I'm gonna destroy Hiromo. I will destroy Hiromo Takahashi, and I will show everybody exactly why I'm the best junior heavyweight in the entire world. Yeah, um, I would just say, I mean, this is just me because sometimes, you know, I like to cut corners if I can. Just go straight for him. He's not he's not expecting it. That's what Bullet Club does. Bullet Club, Bullet Club does things where like people complain about, but it's the right choice. Like if you don't want to wait, you got to go take what's yours. That That's how I live. That's smart, mm-hmm. Marie, but you know what? If I was going to do it, why would I tell you I'm about to do it when all these people are going to hear about it and tweet on Twitter, tell Hiromi to watch out? No, you got to be thinking. I can't be telling you on an interview what I'm planning on doing or what I'm not planning on doing. Well, I mean, you obviously didn't, but I told you, so it's well, all good. There you go. It's all good. Um, you know, I just told you as like a maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, just just don't just don't do what I would do. How about that? We can leave it at that. Um, okay, so so let's talk about Dominion because uh, Dominion was a fantastic show uh, from top to bottom. Uh, Bullet Club was fantastic. And also my guys, United Empire was also fantastic. However, uh, the most shocking thing of the night is that Dan Maloney had turned on United Empire to join up with you, become a new tag team. Um, and then Dan explained a little bit about you guys talking about it. Um, you know, when you first saw Dan come into the Best of Super Juniors, did you think that uh, this is going to be the guy to join us, or was it after your incredible match with him during Best of Super Juniors? Yeah, I uh, well, Dan and I have known each other, a few mutual friends for a while now. I wrestled him when I was a young lion um, in the UK, and uh, we got on a little bit back then because we're we're similar people. We uh, we're we're assholes, you know, and that's the best way to put it. We're we're not great people, and uh, and we when I saw him at Best of the Super Juniors at the press conference, we were sat right next to each other, and just there was there's an energy between us because someone would go up on the stage and say something stupid, and we would both kind of snicker at it, you know, like a little laugh, and we weren't like snickering with the we weren't laughing with each other. We were laughing, but we realized, oh fuck, we both think these people are stupid, you know. And uh, but it wasn't like there was a lot of camaraderie. He was still doing his stuff with the United Empire, and I could tell he was in it for himself, which I like. I like he's a killer, but at the same time, I, anyone who associates with TJ and Akira, I, that's not my people. So it was cool after our match. Something about the tag match the day before, we just. We just got in each other's faces, and all we wanted was to beat the hell out of each other. And not most people can't uh, understand that. Most normal people, most fans can't understand that. The idea of just wanting to go beat the hell out of someone, and they want to do the same thing, because there's a catharsis in that. So after that match, 
we beat the hell out of each other. And just like he said, he was at a bar and I had randomly stumbled in the same bar. It was just the two of us. We ran into each other and there was a moment of tension there. But I pulled up, grabbed a beer. He had a beer. We started talking. And that's where that uh, relationship really spawned from. And we realized that we're basically the same person. We're both kind of nuts and we're both here to kick ass and really make a name for ourselves. So at that point, the plan was in motion. I called David Finley up. I said, hey, we got someone here that we could really add to the group, you know, and Finley makes all the uh, the decisions. And he gave me the go ahead to uh, to talk to him. And and then once Dominion actually came about, we took him in the back room. Finley had a meeting with him and put, kind of put the plan in place. So from there, it was it was game over. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see uh, where this goes with us, because I think we're going to be the most dangerous tag team in all pro wrestling. Definitely. You and Dan Maloney will probably run the tag team division. Well, the junior tag team division, uh, even though I could see you guys getting heavyweight and like new, uh, the strong tag team titles as well. Um, but but let's backtrack for a second, because, uh, you know, uh, I I do notice a pattern that like, yes, you and TJP have like fought like forever, it seems like. And then like Akira, um, if you could dive a little deeper into what your issues are with like TJP and Akira. I, I just think TJP, you know, he, first of all, he was the one who turned on me, you know, when they joined the United Empire. He made me an example. We were our tag team together where things were going fine. And then Will Ospreay gives him one phone call. And he decides to better his career. Turns on me and uh, in, in uh, Dallas. And uh, and that didn't sit well with me. That was that was when I was trying to really make a name for myself and he was doing a good enough job helping out, you know, he was helping me learn, learn the game a little bit. And then out of the blue, he just decides to just change it on me. And what that taught me more than anything though, was this business is all for yourself. You know, this is, that was the greatest lesson TJP could have ever showed me was that you should turn on people. You should figure out what's best for you, do what's best for you. So, I just took his advice right back, you know, at Dominion. And, and we uh, we took advantage of it, and I'm so happy I did because, you know, I've already beaten TJP's ass plenty of times. You know, he's beat me maybe – I don't know what the records are, but I know that I'm winning. And I'm definitely winning when it comes to body counts, leaving him laying. And that's the most important thing. So we go back a long time, and uh, and he's got his new fresh boy, Akira, now. And Akira is just like Dan said in his promo – uh, backstage he is a dork I think he's a geek and you know he fits in perfectly with TJP and so he'll listen to whatever TJ says and all I'm going to say is Akira buddy just be careful because that guy's a snake and he's a hell of a wrestler they're both hell of a wrestler but they're snakes and I can't wait to just exterminate them cut the head off baby that, that's usually what happens you cut the head off and then like everyone else like starts scurrying and stuff um, you know uh yeah, those are some very choice words, and I could like see it, and and I could definitely see it. Um, all right, so we talked about New Japan Pro Wrestling and like TJ and Akira. We'll get back to them in a little bit, um, but I want to get your thoughts about um, you know uh, ever since Jay White got kicked out of the Bullet Club, uh, many fans don't really want to accept that, but I'm gonna say it that he got kicked out of the Bullet Club. He's no longer Bullet Club leader, and then he goes over to AEW and creates Bullet Club Gold. What are your thoughts on Bullet Club Gold? Well, I mean, the fact that it's called Bullet Club 
gold means it's not the original it's some knockoff of something um how they got the rights to how they how they're using bullet club i don't know i think it's bullshit i think it's uh it's an offense to what bullet club is and people might say well they've been in bullet club longer than you it's like no they have not i'm in the real bullet club they are not they're just making up their own thing over there and um Good for Jay White. That's all I got to say. Good for Juice Robinson. They couldn't cut it in New Japan Pro Wrestling, so they had to go over to AEW. And that's it. That's all That's all I got to say about that. AEW is kind of consistently has worse wrestlers than New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan, as much as I don't love the company as it is, we are the best pro wrestlers in the world. And Bullet Club's the top faction in that company. And therefore, I am one of the best pro wrestlers in the world, better than Jay White, better than Juice Robinson. Just never had the chance to prove it. And here it is. My chance is coming. So if they want some, if they want any of the smoke, and then these, and I just saw that they they brought in those the, the ass kids, the guns, Jesus. the ass kids. Good God! And so that's uh, good. Please, all four of them versus four, any four of the war dogs. Are you kidding me? We're gonna destroy them. We'll mop the floor with them. And like I said, Jay's a great leader and Juice is a veteran. But in those, but these two kids, these goofballs. Good, good for them. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but it is in Bullet Club. So Forbidden Door 2 is coming up. Uh, can we see the original Bullet Club, uh, David Finley's Bullet Club, show up at Forbidden Door? I mean, like I said, I'm not going to tell you all of our secrets and our plans, but, uh, you know, you don't need a visa to get into Canada. Let's put it that way. So let's have that tag match, Tony Khan. Like, I would love to see Bullet Club versus Bullet Club Gold in AEW. All I'm saying is, hey, Tony Khan, guess who was the best part of Forbidden Door last year? And guess who, who has friends who are also bad motherfuckers? How about we have a whole thing going on? But like I said, whether Tony Khan wants us there or not, we can go. You know what I mean? We can go. So we'll figure it out. Just a plane right away. Uh, speaking of your other uh, brethren within uh, Bullet Club, I'm happy that Gabriel Kidd and Alex Coughlin are both in uh, Bullet Club. Um, you know, obviously that whole conversation was a no-brainer, right? To bring them in. Like, could you give a backstory or anything more on that? Yeah, no, it was the second that I aligned with Finley. Uh, it was almost like the, the day I earned Finley's trust to, to join the Bullet Club. The first thing I said basically was like, I'm really happy to be here. And all right, so let's get Gabe and Alex in this. And he was, and he said immediately, like, yep, he's got to prove himself just like you did. And it's, it was obvious, you know, in my, in my opinion, it's uh, the same story for all of them as it is for me. And uh, even, even if they didn't join Bullet Club, I'll be honest, those are the only people I would give the exception to to do whatever they want to do. And obviously Carl as well, or excuse me, Eddie Thorpe as well. Uh, you know, they can do whatever they want to do because um, those guys are my brothers for life. And uh, now it's just, it was just the obvious decision to come on over because we're going to change the world. So I tell them every time we're in the ring together, I say we're changing the world. And we are. So that's how we do it. I could definitely see it um, already with what you guys were doing. Uh, how difficult or easy was it to gain David Finley's trust? Well, what he told me was was is kind of along the lines of the bring bodies type situation, but he wanted to show that I could cut my ties from the past, just like he did with Jay, um, you know, his old young lion mate, you know, someone he um, I grew up in this business with. And so he just said, pick a time and prove it. 
And so we thought there was no time better than than uh, busting DKC's head wide open, you know, at Capital Collision. And uh, it just made sense, you know. DKC, you know, was a friend of mine. You know, I I still I still don't mind him as a human, but I mean, it's it's sacrifices or sacrifices. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't like me anymore. Too bad, you know. Um, but yeah, I took I took uh, took the order seriously, and then I, right after I did it, I was walking back to my locker or to the locker room, and. Uh, David Finley was on his way out to his match and he just gave me a look and it's nodded at me. And he, and from there, it's all I knew. It was like, all right, well, I'm going to be, I'm in this bad boy, you know? And then he called me out to the next match after his last next match. He won, called me out there and there's official right there. So it's all there is to it. Which I really think shocked like the whole wrestling world that you joined. But again, like you said, it's a no brainer. And I totally agree that it definitely was a no brainer. Um, now, now that you're working with Gato, uh, what kind of uh, lessons have he been instilling in you, teaching you? Well, he's a mastermind, you know, like uh, Finley's the leader, but I always think Gato, Gato is the, um, the right hand man who whispers in the shoulder and, and uh, kind of like the, like an old sage, you know, for everybody. So if there's like a, in like a, what's that movie in Lord of the Rings, you know, when the King is kind of like, you know, it's like kind of under the, under the, the tutelage yeah well he's under the spell kind of and like and then the dude's whispering in his ear right you know and he's like kind mm -hmm. of giving him ideas and the game yeah. of thrones all that shit right gato's that guy he's like the guy that you could look back at and be like ask him for advice because he's been there before you know and so it's finley's decisions but gato gato's been good and to me as well you know when i go out there this, this whole super juniors tour he wanted to come out with me and i said of course because it's good to have someone out there who's almost my coach almost my play caller where you know we're we're almost having our own interactions if you watch gato and i like i'm beating mm -hmm. someone's ass but I, I i can ask him sometimes like hey should i should i beat him now or should i keep beating his ass what do you think and 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 i'm i'm having fun either way so it's it's good for me to get that gauge from someone like him where he's been through it so many big main events. He's the guy who made Jay White so good, in my yeah. opinion. Jay White, Jay White, I think, was going through this. If you watch his early matches when he had Gato at his side, he was doing the same thing. He was still being great, but he was learning when to do certain things, why to do certain things, or maybe to play with your meat because it's okay at this point, you know? Mm -hmm. so that's what I'm doing with Gato right now, and um, it's just a matter of time, you know, uh, until um, – so he gets to do the same for all the other boys and we're going to really become something special. Yeah. Um, I also need your thoughts on House of Torture. I need to know like two things. One, your thoughts. The second one, are they still part of Bullet Club? I need some answers. I don't know. I, I You know what? I All I know is that's David Finley's decision. That's uh -huh. David Finley's decision. I, I've had my run-ins with Show and all those guys in the past, and uh, I've grown to respect every one of them. You know, I like how they, I like how they uh, conduct themselves. They have a very unique way of doing it. I don't necessarily see them in David Finley's version of Bullet Club, but that's not my decision, and that might be something that gets sorted out at a later date. But I don't know honestly, but I do have uh, respect for them. You know, I think Dick Togo is a fantastic veteran in this business and evil show himself to be one of the best wrestlers in the world that when he really tries and uh, Yujiro's got hot chicks that come out with him too. So that's, that's cool. You know, so 
So yeah, there's. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm just gonna tell you that I have no idea. Ask David Finley. Eventually, I'll ask David Finley because um, that's been bothering me uh, for a while now. Um, also, uh, just very quickly, um, the G1 is coming up, and your uh, uh, Bullet Club brethren is in there as well. Uh, meaning Finley, Gabriel Kidd, and Alex Coglin. Uh, how excited are you for them to be in the G1? It's a it's it's a dream come true for me as as their friend, as their war dog, as their compatriot. You know, I uh, we've been talking about this for years, right? And because of COVID, because of the fact that the company disrespected us, there's reason after reason after reason that uh, we haven't been in these big tournaments. And the G1 is for a reason the best wrestling tournament in the entire world on a yearly basis and they have always deserved to be in that spot and now they finally are um and they're going to show the world exactly why they're savages i like that answer all right so we are winding down to like the last little bit um i will give you the floor to give like your final thoughts for uh this coming saturday uh June 10th uh, is going to be Bullet Club. We have Clark Connors teaming up with Dan Maloney, teaming up with Gato to take on United Empire of Aaron Hinari, TJP, and Akira. Uh, so yeah, let the fans know what they should expect or anything. You're about to see an ass whooping of the highest degree when you got Clark Connors and Dan Maloney and your boy Gato make three. Uh, do you also want to put yourself over or you want to tell the fans to, you know, fuck off? Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I think you you uh, you do the talking for me there. All right. Um, you know, I am always a fan of yours, Clark. Always, always, always. And a fan of Bullet Club. Uh, that was like my first actual like club to actually fall in love with, with the vision that like they were doing. And I'm happy that we get a brand new, fresh Bullet Club um, with David Finley at the forefront of that. And then like some fantastic, fantastic guys leading the way behind the meeting. You, Dan Maloney, uh, Gabriel Kidd and Alex Coglin, and of course Gato is always going to be Gato, and then you have House of Torture wherever on the side and stuff. Um, but I do want to say thank you so much for joining me again on the Square Circle Podcast. Um, and you know, the sky's the limit. Hopefully, Bullet Club comes out victorious on Saturday. Um, I can't pick either one, but I love like both of you guys. I have to like stay down the middle, but uh, no matter what. Um, that's it from the Square Circle Podcast. I'm Marie Shadows. You can find Clark all over social media. I'll put like all his links down below if he wants to like be found or whatever. But this is amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, hanging out with both of us here on Twitch. I'll see you guys on the next one. Was that not a too sweet interview with 100 proof Clark Connors? He is totally different. A year can definitely make or break a wrestler within this industry and is definitely making Clark Connors part of Bullet Club, living the life, definitely have a damn good tag team partner. And Bullet Club is going to take over the world. Dan Maloney and Clark Connors are going to take over the world as well. And if you guys enjoyed this interview, thank you so much for watching the whole entire thing. Thank you for sending in your comments, your questions. Anything that you have on your mind, any thoughts, again, you can find me on social media at Marie underscore shadows. You can click the link down below in the description for any affiliate links that I have or the discord or the newsletter, which is the square circle society. 
And if you want to follow Clark, you can follow him on Twitter at Clark Connors. You could also follow him on Instagram, type in Clark Connors, he'll pop up. And yeah, because, you know, I talk for him now on his behalf because he said to fuck off for the rest of the fans. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for always supporting Square Circle Podcast, supporting a Chit Chat interview series, supporting the Square Circle Society. And I'll see you guys on the next one.